KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. Devotees of old movies will detect an echo of the casually sophisticated Thin Man films in the title of Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Although this Nick, played by Michael Sarah, is the soul of unsophistication, but he's a funny, tender soul. Nora's played vividly by Kat Dennings. And it's a bright little screwball comedy that speaks for the vitality of new movies. Nick and Nora was directed by Peter Sollett, whose auspicious debut feature was Raising Victor Vargas. That was set like this one in downtown Manhattan. Michael Sarah, of course, charmed audiences in last year's Juno as Polly Bleeker, the boyfriend who gets the heroine pregnant, and as the thwarted party seeker in Superbad. Those performances were full of small surprises, but there was no way of knowing how much more he might be able to do with his special quality of grace under neurotic pressure. Well, the answer turns out to be quite a lot. The character he plays, a high school senior from suburban New Jersey, is once again a diffident kid with a breathy voice that hasn't quite changed and may not do so. He's depressed over having been dumped by his girlfriend of six months, half an eternity in adolescent time, and he's uncertain of his future as the only straight member of a queer core band called the Jerkoffs. You don't know what it's like to be straight, he tells a bandmate. It's awful. Behind his flattish affect, though, lies a quick, dry wit and incipient maturity. He's the only one with a sense of purpose in a movie that revels in the absurdity of two confused and simultaneous chases through the downtown club scene. One of them is in pursuit of an underground band called Where's Fluffy? And Nick has a gift for dropping offhand remarks that suggest genuine depth. He drops the best one during a lovely sequence in a recording studio. Nora, who's already acknowledged that she's Nick's musical soulmate, tells him from the control room that what she particularly likes about Judaism is the concept that the world's been broken into pieces and it's everyone's job to put them together again. Nick replies pensively from the studio, maybe we're the pieces. As soon as he says that, she goes to him, and how could she not? They are soulmates, period. Don't infer from this that Nick and Nora is a serious movie with comic overtones. It's an imperfect, sometimes familiar, but always exuberant comedy with romantic overtones and a soundtrack that's as essential to the story as the dialogue. I was on a flight from New York back to Los Angeles recently, and I listened to two girls sitting behind me spend the better part of 2,500 miles discussing nothing but the playlists on their iPods. That's part of what this film is about, for kids unsure of who they are and scarily ahead of themselves in a sex-drenched culture, the music they choose helps define them. The likable cast includes Ari Grainer and Alexis Diana, and the story, which takes place on a single night, goes off on some very funny tangents. A turkey sandwich, a taxi that isn't a taxi, a piece of chewing gum that becomes a running gag, a lizardly opportunist flogging a dreadful CD. It's like anarchy meets Zionism, he says. It's ironic. The film isn't ironic at all. It's mainly about a shuffle-mode search for love. I'm Joe Morgenstern, The Wall Street Journal's film critic. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.
KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.